2: Raiders Chip Walters joining us AP Tennessee Sports Editor three-time Tennessee Sports Runner of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer she covers the Titans the Predators the Grizzlies college football and hoops please make welcome Teresa Walker high school sports
1: is what we do but it's not all we do don't forget about top five Tuesday and wild and wacky Wednesday be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today 1017 WKOM
0: Southern Middle Tennessee sports today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao.
2: Good hump day morning to you here on Southern Middle Tennessee sports today. As we are coming to you from the Front Porch sports headquarters on West 7th and Columbia. A beautiful day so far. Really excited about today's show because we do have some fantastic stuff to talk about including yesterday was a a weird day in sports so we're going to talk about Tiger Woods and his unfortunate accident and hopefully he is getting better and good news that you know the investigation concludes he wasn't doing anything impaired so Um, but it could be could be the end of his golf career, which is unfortunate. Um, Nonetheless, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Preds get the shutout last night. Good job, Pecorino. I told you Pekka was going to be the starter. I think he starts again uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know that, but That would be my guess. Dude's playing great right now. And there was a GQ article that came out from Alex Smith, Washington Red – sorry, Washington football team quarterback and uh, NFL comeback player of the year. Absolutely wild story. And I'll give you all the details in that. That's all in the second hour. It's Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Uh that's going to be fun. I, I've been, uh, given the, the go ahead to go ahead and get some wild and wacky stories, Steve. Even though last week I was told I was not allowed anymore.
0: We'll give you one more chance. One
2: more chance.
0: One more chance. Everybody. Yep. Everybody deserves. Everybody. Everybody, everybody okay. gets a second chance. Yeah.
2: And in the first hour, we're going to talk to Richland boys basketball coach Jason Loveless This time, uh, last week he had a family emergency and. Uh, we were able to get Nick Campbell to come on with us, and we appreciate him for taking some time last week and, and bailing us out for Coach's Corner. But we do have Jason Lovelace coming up the, uh, later this hour, so of course we'll talk about the district tournaments and what uh, what all of it means, all of that in the first hour. But before we get started with all of that, good morning to you, gentlemen, and how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Um i think the question though really is how are you doing today yeah because, i'm freaking out yeah um <laughs> if you you may or may not know but um chris is expecting yes it's uh yeah um <laughs> yeah if you can't tell and you can tell a, a bouncing baby brisket no um, uh, um Chris and Chris and Sarah were expecting, and they were expecting a due date of March fourth. Um, well, the due date
2: was March tenth. Okay, we were scheduled for induction on March fourth, okay. and Charlie and said, Charlie,
1: <laughs> "No, Charlie is not cooperating." Apparently, <laughs> so by this time, Friday, there will be you, there will be a, a a
2: baby here on Thursday at some point. Yeah. So, 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 how are you? I'm freaking out, but it's okay. Uh, Not really freaking out any more than it's just, it's, you know. The the good thing is that it is kind of scheduled. Like, it's not like I've got to, you know, her water's broken and I got to get up and go. Like, it's, we're going to the hospital tonight. We're going to be there and it's all going to go down tomorrow. But it's still uh, wild.
1: It's one of those things that no matter how prepared you feel like you are for it, you're not prepared for it. So just don't feel like you're prepared. No. <laughs> That's no. is. Don't
2: pretend. Don't no. even put yourself in the position well, to it, be disappointed. I mean, it, it,
1: it's okay for you to pretend. Just don't expect anybody
2: to believe you. Yeah. <laughs> so. I just don't want to set myself up for the disappointment of going, man, I was not nearly as prepared as I thought I was. No.
0: Is, is the process of the baby arriving? The anxiety, or is it after the arrival, and then yeah, the, 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 your world has changed forever?
2: I'm responsible for a whole other human. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that, that, would, that would get my attention, is, is the after. The, the process, I have no control over the process. You have no control over the process, other than making sure the bag is packed. Um, Bags are packed. Yeah. The, uh, the,
2: the truck is already packed. We're ready to go. Yeah, so, because we, we were expecting it yesterday. We were expecting them to keep her yesterday at the hospital but they did not, thank God.
0: Outside of that, though, uh, you don't have any control over the process.
2: I can help. Moral support. Yeah. That's about it. (laughs) That's all I got. Yeah. It's a moral support.
0: But it's after the fact. Yeah, that would would get me too. Well, you know, it takes a village, and you've got a village.
2: Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you guys, because uh, get used to hearing JP's voice on the in the mornings at least for the next few days uh i will probably be at home first part of next week so sarah said well what if she's just unruly and and crying and they hear it in the background and i'm like well babies are a, unruly it, and crying yeah, everybody knows that i'm having a baby we ha-
0: <laughs> we're not hiding it from our audience and i think it, it it could be good uh good content
1: i mean you never know yeah. Hey." I mean, Charlie's got something to say. <laughs> yeah. That's that's,
0: that's, that's right. the, the latest segment. I got something to say. Charlie's got something to say. There we go. Oh
2: man. Yeah. So we're <laughs> we're excited, obviously, and uh I am excited. And oh, the only problem is that it you know literally district tournaments are all happening right now. <laughs> and so now uh we are we are one man down, but We have some help on the way. Some reinforcements coming in starting tomorrow. Should have some tomorrow, Friday, and maybe Saturday. So that will be good.
1: Well, get it figured out.
2: Get it figured out. That's why you're the editor, man. Uh, (laughs) That's your job. (laughs) Uh, SM-TNsports.com is where you can find all of local high school sports and whatnot's. Plenty of stories from last night, earlier this week. Uh, you can find out the latest in who's playing who in district tournaments, and hopefully we'll we'll, we'll know by tom- at least tomorrow some region tournament schedules. Um, we might want to text we uh, WCSAD Darren Joins. Uh, I received word last night that he was efforting to push back the – the girls' region first round to Saturday to play them on the same day, uh, but I just don't know what the status of that is. Uh, currently, they are scheduled for Friday, but
1: that could change. So, just letting you know. The Darren's may be one of the voices we hear tomorrow in lieu of yours. There you go. So, that's yeah.
2: a good plan. That's a good plan. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of high school hoops to talk about wrestling starts th- today right
1: wrestling yeah. starts today at the chattanooga convention center the class a double a state tournament is ongoing as we speak it started about an hour or so ago um tomorrow wonder it, if charles made it on he, time. he did awesome i've seen a picture already tweeted by him and retweeted it so charles is in place uh did not speak to him last night. Um, I may try to check in with him at some point and see if he did pull an all-nighter, which I think probably would have been my move because going to sleep at two o'clock and getting up in time to get to Chattanooga by eight o'clock would have done nothing but piss me off. So staying up probably would have been easier. <laughs> but. I'm one of the. I can take an hour nap, but
2: I can't take an hour nap at. Midnight. No, no, that's not a nap. That's going to sleep.
1: Right. That's like that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, no. I'd just as soon stay up at that point. But um Isn't that weird how you can't nap like after midnight? I don't think it's weird at all.
0: Well, your you normal body yeah. time clock is that if you go start that process, you're in it for six, seven, eight hours.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't want to nap no, after midnight I, either.
1: No, I don't. I think naps are like naps take place at times when you're not normally asleep. Right. Sleeping takes place when you're yeah. normally, normally asleep. asleep. Exactly. So, but at any rate, the um, the Class A state tournament is today. The Division Two and the girls' tournament is tomorrow, and the Class AAA tournament is Friday. As we watch. James Dickinson in the adjacent studio eating a biscuit and not bringing and us And didn't one.
2: bring the class any. Yeah, hey. did you bring enough for the class. This well, guy.
1: No. No. So. Anyway. Anyway.
2: All right, so we got a couple of things we need to do before we get to uh, our first break. Because we didn't have any games last <laughs> week, it's kind of hard to give out a team of the week or a player of the week. So what we decided to do, was go ahead and give out teams and players of the regular season. These are kind of most valuable player, and I don't want to say they're they're not really surprising teams, Mm -hmm. although one of them is a little more surprising than the other. Uh, but it 's just kind of you know the, the the best of of our coverage area and uh, what we thought uh, who we thought deserved to be recognized for their accomplishments mm-hmm. that 's the best way to put it mm-hmm. So, without any further ado, we will get to our end to win life teams of the regular season. And on the girls' side, a little surprising that they went undefeated in their district. At least, there's a little surprise there. But, meeting expectations,
1: for the most part, the Summertown Lady Eagles. They really jumped out at us over the Christmas holidays when they went and played in some holiday tournaments against some triple a opposition and represented themselves quite well Uh, and i think that kind of set the tone for what they've done through the district 12 a season and and what they did over at richland about a week and a half ago as well so um yeah this this team is um has done some some special stuff and has a chance to do some more special stuff before this year is out i think
2: And on the boys' side, you'll hear from their coach a little bit later in the next segment, the Richland Raider boys' basketball team, who are a little bit of a surprise. expected them to be good. Didn't expect them to be number three in the state and as good as they are.
1: Yeah, and and, I mean, I don't know necessarily that we had anything to base that on one way or the other. Um, You know, Class A is so wide open from year to year. I do think that there were some teams that we expected to be better than they have been this year. But, you know, this Richland team, the, the starting lineup, and I'm excited to talk to Jason in the next segment, but this lineup has played a lot of games together, and you can kind of tell that when you watch them play. And and I think that's been a big key to their success. Um, only loss was in a, you know, COVID-type pickup game over at Riverdale which, in case you're not aware, is a AAA program. So, um, you know, they've they tested they've tested themselves and I think that's something that's going to put them in pretty good shape for this postseason run. No doubt. Our
2: Covenant Technology players of the regular season. On the girls' side, we, we, we battled with this one uh, because there were so many very good girls' basketball players Deserving, very deserving. Mm -hmm. Um, the reason we chose this particular player is because of when you say most valuable, she's probably the most valuable player in the area. Because without her, I'm not sure that her team would be anywhere near the position they're in. I don't say, I won't say anywhere near. They certainly wouldn't have been in the position that they're in right now. But with her, this is a very good basketball team. And so for that reason, we give this player of the regular season on the girls' side award to Spring Hills Sierra Stedman.
1: Been very solid. We talked about... um the Spring Hill triplets, basically of of Sierra and Prairie Steadman and and Cole Alderson, and and that's certainly been the the nucleus, the key nucleus to their success this year. And she's been a big part of that, obviously. So, um, as you said, a lot of really deserving players for this tight recognition, but what she's done for that team really stands out, no doubt. On the boys' side. It's kind of hard not to
2: give it to this guy. He's been the catalyst for a team that wasn't necessarily expected to be in the position they're in, but no doubt not surprised that they are at this point. As, as we often talk about how talented this team normally is, Q Martin really elevates this, this Columbia Central team to another level. And therefore, he is our Covenant Technology player of the regular season.
1: And, and it's, it's ironic that you use the term elevate with Q Martin because he can do that. Uh, um, fun to watch. Probably night in, night out. The best player on that team. On a, on a team of really good players. And uh, definitely a difference maker for them. And finally,
2: did we get a second? All right. I didn't think so. Finally, the Patio West Scholar Athlete of the Week because you can't really give a Scholar Athlete of the regular season because, well, it's it's a year-long thing. <laughs> yeah. So we're only going to give out one. It is um, the Patio West Scholar Athlete of the Week this week goes to Independence Girls Basketball Senior Christy Martinez. And I think you have her accolades, which are a laundry
1: list. It is a laundry list. And um – I'm not even sure that I'm worthy of reading her accolades, (laughs) to be honest. Um, The only senior member of the Independence Girls Basketball team um, carries a 4.875 GPA. Let me repeat that. 4.875. That's on a four-point scale. But um, Williamson County gives additional points for
3: various AP. ap
1: and dual enrollment and that kind of thing so she is taking five ap courses Jeez. she's taken a dual enrollment english course and she's taken organic chemistry i don't even know what that means I, I don't know and i don't want to know no doubt yeah but um that's that's strong and and she scored 13 points in Independence's win over Centennial on Sunday to um, get them into the quarterfinals of the District 11 AAA tournament. So, there you go. So clearly, getting it done on the court and in the classroom. No Christian doubt. is. Martinez. All right, real quick, uh, we're going to take a
2: quick break, but not before we give you the Wednesday Rundown.
0: This is the Rundown.
1: In girls' basketball action from Tuesday night, the District 8A semifinals. Huntland defeated Fayetteville 67-46, and Eagleville defeated Moore County 43-30. In the District 10A semifinals, it was Richland defeating Santa Fe 71-26, and Hampshire holding off Cullioca 53-46. We'll be talking about that game more later. In
2: 11 AAA semifinals, a couple of deceptive final scores. Brentwood 43, Summit 34, and Page 65, Spring Hill 49 in the 12 AA semifinals. It was Forest 49, Community 41, and Nolan'sville 55-45 winner over Giles County.
1: In the District 12A region qualifier games on the girls' side, it was Collinwood 41, Perry County 29, and Wayne County 64, Frank Hughes 28. In boys, District 11, AAA semifinal action. Top seeded Franklin defeated Page 65 43. And in the Battle of the Woods, Raven with the upset 51 44 over Brent.
2: In 11 AA semifinal action, Creekwood a 49 47 winner over Stewart County and Fairview 75, Camden 68. Uh, The 12 AA semifinals was Community 77, Forest 48, Murfreesboro Central 54, Marshall County 37, in 8A semifinal action. Eagleville 54 over host Moore County uh, 54 to 50, and Fayetteville
1: an upset over Cascade 61 to 53. In District 10A Boys semifinal play, it was Richland 71, Mount Pleasant 16, and Coleoka on the road knocks off Santa Fe 68-62. In the 12A region qualifier game, that was Perry County's Boys 52, Collinwood 41, and Wayne County 66, Frank Hughes 49. Also in junior college basketball action Tuesday night, Columbia State's women and men defeated visiting volunteer state the women seventy three fifty seven over the lady pioneers the men ninety four seventy two.
2: in tonight's action we do have high school hoops on a wednesday night in eight triple a semifinals columbia central travels to coffee county tullahoma will host lawrence county in the 11 triple a championship game Page Lady Patriots will be at the Brentwood Lady Bruins and in the Consolation Game Summit
1: travels to Spring Hill. In District 11 AA, East Hickman goes to Creekwood for the championship game. Stewart County visits top seeded Fairview in the Consolation round. In District 12 AA, the championship game has Forrest traveling to Nolansville in Consolation play community host Giles County. And in boys action in eight AAA semifinals. Lincoln County will go to Coffee
2: County and Columbia Central will host Tullahoma. You can hear that on 103.7 tonight. In the 11 AAA championship game, it's Ravenwood at Franklin. And in the Constellation game, Paige travels to Brentwood. And we have some JUCO baseball scheduled for today over at Columbia State as they will host Motlow State. That game is scheduled for 1 p.m. That's going to do it for your Wednesday rundown here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. When we come back, we're going to talk to Richland men's basketball coach Jason Loveless on Coach's Corner. So stick around. You're going to want to hear that on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. be right back. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership, And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
1: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
0: school
2: sports here's mo and chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today Joining us on facebook we have some folks commenting this morning thank you to christy mcarthur
1: smith who is commenting on our christy facebook mcarthur smith you said christy smith and i had no idea who you're talking about Sorry. now i know exactly who you're talking about um Former classmate of mine. Welcome oh. back to town, Christy. Appreciate you checking in with us. Well, she is, we need to catch up. She is checking on the local sports scene. Yeah. Well, really excited. She she moved down here from West Virginia and kept at me for years to come up there for a Big 12 game to see the Mountaineers. I, I kept telling her It was too cold. But...
2: I, I can tell you it would be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would been. be fun. Yeah. All right. So this morning we are pleased to be joined on Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart Cafe, speaking of former classmates of yours, (laughs) Renee Hart over in Chapel Hill, just off Nashville Highway. Some of the best food around. You can't beat it. Make sure to go see Renee and the folks over at From the Heart Cafe in Chapel Hill. Uh, But yeah, so joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning is Richland men's basketball coach jason loveless coach welcome in thanks for uh coming on this morning
3: i appreciate you guys having us it's an honor thank you
1: i'm not sure about an honor jason we i think we're probably honored to have you the number three ranked richland raiders in the final associated press class a boys basketball poll um 21 and 1 on the year following last night's win over mount pleasant in the district 10a semifinals and um you guys go at it tomorrow night against Cullyoka for the championship. But um, I saw you guys early in the year over at Eagleville. I made the mistake of saying I thought you were in midseason form. You you kind of corrected me on that one, but I think you got to be pleased with the the way you guys have played to this point.
3: Uh, yes, sir, I am. And first of all, it is an honor any, any time that uh that. Uh, you guys want to recognize and, and, and give our student-athletes credit. It, it's certainly appreciated, and, and uh, they're deserving of it for sure. But, um, um, you know, I hate to throw some cliches at you, but we just really try to get better every single day and every single game. And um, uh, these guys have uh, amazed me at times this year. Uh, it's been a challenging year with, obviously, uh, COVID. Uh, with the weather here recently, um, every team – has, has dealt with their own adversity and with some injuries and we have also and uh the mental fortitude of my guys to withstand that is is, is something that uh, that uh, helps me personally and and uh, professionally also so uh, they've been tremendous and uh, um, it doesn't get any easier and it, it shouldn't at this point um, you know um, the deeper you get the harder it gets and uh, uh, hopefully we're up for the challenge
1: does having a lineup like you guys have three seniors two juniors a lot of uh, guys who have played a lot of ball together for a long time does that help with dealing with some of that adversity and some of the stuff that you guys have had to deal with over the course of this challenging season
3: uh most certainly i, I think having older guys in general uh, helps in this situation you know uh i've i've been on both ends of the spectrum uh you know, when you're talking about Logan and Daniel, they're two four-year starters. Um, when you're talking about Tyrell and Trey, they're two juniors who have started every game since their freshman year. So they've played a lot of basketball. And even our sophomore, Jay Airberry, who led us in scoring last night um, coming off the bench. Um, he was brought up as an eighth grader. So all these guys have played a lot of basketball. They've heard, they've heard me for years, and um, um, they've bought in. So, uh, um, it, it kind of runs itself as far as, um, the expectation of, 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 what we throw out there. Uh, they, they put forth the expectation on themselves and, um, uh, for them to handle the challenges that we face this year, like everybody else has. Um, you know, it's just a, a testament to them really, because they've, uh, they play a lot of ball, they play a lot of ball together, but, uh. Uh, it's just a testament to them.
2: Yeah. You know, coach. Did, did, let me get this straight. Do you coach both the, the middle and high school teams?
3: <laughs> yes, sir, I do. It is a, a double-edged sword.
2: A, but that, it is a double-edged sword to a point, but that it certainly has to speak to the continuity of your team. And like you said, they've heard your voice for a lot of years. So, Once they get to that, you know, upperclassman level, it's like playing at at above an upperclassman level, (laughs) in 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 a way.
3: Yeah, I'm glad I do it. Uh, You know, it it definitely takes a toll on you, but at the same time, um, you know, uh, I've had Logan helping since the sixth grade uh, for seven years now, and it's been tremendous watching him grow as a player and a person. Um, You know, Daniel came in as an eighth grader. uh, and it, they learn our, our system, and and more important than that, they learn our expectations, and, and not just on the floor. I mean, uh, these guys, I expect them to, to be leaders in our school. I expect them to be um, uh, good students, um, and they are. They're not perfect by no means, and, and I, I'll, you know, we, we talk about it all the time. I don't ask them to play a perfect game. I don't ask for, for perfection, but uh, um, you know, the fact that. Uh, junior high kind of blends in with our high school is a is a is a positive for us right now on our on our high school roster i pulled up four eighth graders uh one of them played significant minutes last night because i've got five seniors that will depart us this year and um uh, two or three of those eighth graders are going to be playing a lot of minutes next next year And, and i'm not focused on next year by no means but as a coach you have to and uh um, so it kind of just trickles down from um, the top down, from our seniors down to our, our, our middle school. And uh, fortunately for my young guys, there's not a better group to learn from than the seniors that we have. We have great leadership. And any coach will tell you that, um, you know, you can have talent, but if you don't have leadership, um, then uh, at some point you're going to stall. And um, that, that leadership has, has propelled us through these challenges that we've,
1: we've spoken about. We're speaking on the Parks Motors, Motor Sales Hotline with Richland Boys Basketball Coach Jason Loveless brought to us from, by, from the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. And Coach, um, getting back to that middle school, high school dynamic just a second, you, you, hear, you hear it more in football probably than basketball, but high school coaches talking about the importance of getting on the same page are getting the middle school programs on the same page so that that transition isn't as harsh. Uh, Obviously, you don't have that issue because you're not doing one thing at the middle school level and another at the high school level. It really is a developmental-type situation, I would imagine.
3: Yes, sir, it is. And, uh, again, you know, we... um, um, the Sixth through the eighth grade, it's really just about... uh, I don't want to say it's not about winning. We we want to compete and win, um, and and we've been successful at the middle school level too. But um, it, it's it's just about teaching our kids how to play the way that we, the, the way we, the way that we're going to expect them to play in at high school. And uh, you know, um, we love to play man to man defense. And um, if you play man to man defense, that's not something that you can just dabble with. It's it's, it's commitment, and uh, uh, that really starts the seventh eighth grade six seven eighth grade here and um you know um so that's that's probably the biggest um uh, obstacle that those middle school guys face going into the high school level is uh, the speed of the game the physicality of it and uh you know what we expect them to do um nightly and and guarding people and um, um getting them to to um Play some minutes at the high school level as eighth graders. It's tremendous. It really helps us out,
2: Coach. Last year, this uh, your team went nineteen and thirteen, lost in the Class A sectionals uh, against Loretto. But when we Mm talked to you before the season, we have a quote in our magazine that's essentially you said you know our goal every year is to be realistic and go as far as we can go and if we don't say our goal is to get to murfreesboro something's wrong you have to set your goals high now this team has obviously set that goal and could certainly reach could certainly reach murfreesboro uh this season no no question there how do you uh how do you keep them grounded with uh, just one loss on the record against a Triple A team? How do you make sure that they, they know that every night out is going to be important from here on out?
3: Well, you just said it right there. And uh, right now, our focus is not Murfreesboro. Our focus is not the region tournament. Our focus is the next game, um, period. Uh, that's it. And uh, what we've done the past 32 minutes – doesn't matter uh, at all. What we're, we're going to do the next thirty-two minutes is what matters, and that's what we focus on. Um, I've heard you say twenty-one and one, and I've heard you say the number three-ranked team, and, and we have stressed, and it's, it's tough for kids. You know, I mean, social media is is out there, but so we you can't hide from it, and and we have to embrace it. But at the same time, rankings do, do not matter at this point. There's going to be um, four or five teams in the top ten that don't make it to the state tournament. Um, records do not matter right now. Right now our records is 1-0. And Cullioca's um, records one and 0 So um, the postseason is a brand-new season. Uh, it's a fresh start for everybody. That's the beautiful thing about basketball. It's a tournament sport. And uh, um, I don't want to say that what you've done in the regular season uh, doesn't matter. It does. And hopefully you built a, uh, a body of work for that that regular season that has, um, gave you some experience and, and taught you some lessons because, uh, you know, I read a quote the other day from a, another coach, just, just reading him trying to, trying to gain some knowledge. And, um, he said, there's no lessons learned in the postseason It's true. I mean, uh, now's not a time for my bad or, or, uh, we'll fix it. You know, um, it's the postseason you know, go out and have fun and, uh, do what you've been doing for 20 plus games. And, uh, we just try to stay grounded in the next 32 minutes. And for us today, it's just about our practice today, just about our preparation um, uh, for the next game. And that's it. We just will we'll put our focus in the next game, and we're not looking behind, and we're not looking ahead.
1: Coach, offensively, your starting five in particular it looks like a, a, a group that can play any way you want to play. If you have to run half court or if you want to run half court you can. If you want to get up and down in transition, you can do that. Um and and it looks like you've got guys that know what they do well and play to their strengths. And as a high school coach I would think that's gotta be
3: really enjoyable. It is. Uh you know, we want we prefer and we want to get up and down the floor. Um uh, we're really good in the open floor, and and that's what we that's the pace that we want to play at for sure. And then we're going to try to play at. But we have been for the last um, uh, you know three or four weeks. We've been really stressing and working on grinding. Also, uh, you know, this time of the year, you're going to see everything. Uh, I've done everything as a coach. I've I've held the ball and I've stalled. So I know that, that that's out there and that's looming. Uh, you're going to see junk defenses and and the kitchen sink at you. So. Um, I, I feel like we're versatile. I think the word that I would use is we're versatile enough where we can we can play at different speeds. Um, uh, I hope that we're di- I hope that we're disciplined enough to play, um, you know, uh, at a slower speed when, when we're needed to. Uh, but you know, we definitely want to get up and down the floor and and uh, use our speed and athletic ability to, to uh, score and transition. But you know. Again, tournament basketball is a little bit different. It's uh, you're playing teams for a second and third time, and and uh, uh, they're trying to take away some strengths. So uh, you're going to have to grind a little bit on offense. You know, you might not score uh, fifty or sixty points. You know, the game might be in the forties, um, and which is why, which is why, um, uh, you know, we we stress and trying to stress, and hopefully we can continue to try to play good defense. Um, I really believe this time of the year, if you can defend. And rebound the ball, uh, then even on your off-shooting nights, um, you've got a chance to be in the game or, or hopefully, win.
2: No question, no question, Coach. You, uh, you have a lot to look forward to in this postseason. I know uh, we are certainly looking forward to it. Uh, you're about to play. You're about to take on the defending 10A tournament champion. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's that, and another team who can play at different speeds you know yes, has and and they've got some size inside so should be a lot of fun in this championship game and i am certainly looking forward to uh to paying attention to it um so thank you so much for coming on today's show and talking about your team we appreciate it and we are uh, certainly rooting for you guys to to do very well in the postseason we appreciate it once again for you just taking some time out with us this morning
3: well, I certainly appreciate it. Again, anytime that you guys uh, uh, recognize and, and, and talk about our student athletes, um, they're great kids. Um, they certainly may, may look better as a coach because they're good players. Um, we know that we're going to have our hands full against Kalioka. Um, you know, like you said, there's any chance. champs. They have a lot of size, uh, they can play different styles, too. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, should be fun. Uh, that's what, you know, at this time of the year, uh, you, you can't be stressed out in and tense, and we want to go out there and play hard and have fun.
2: No doubt. Thanks again, Coach, for hanging out with us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline and Coach's Corner brought to you by From the Heart Cafe. We will talk to you later.
3: Thank you. I appreciate it.
2: That was Richland men's basketball coach Jason Loveless on Coach's Corner from the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Some of the best food around. It's worth the drive. Take it. <laughs> go see Renee and the folks over there. Uh, if nothing else, just go get some dessert because mm. it doesn't matter what she does. It's all good. And and if you get there at just the right time, about 1 o'clock, she'll say, well, I got something coming right out of the oven. Boom. And it never fails. It's always perfect. <laughs> so. Boom. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea to do that. doesn't matter what it is. Take a long, no, it, take uh, a long lunch. It really does. Yeah, exactly. Or, or just take a late lunch and, and drive on out there. And whatever she's got coming out of the oven, Get try it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to keep talking about high school hoops, district tournaments, and more on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. school sports here's mo and chris welcome back to the show so happy to be with you here on this wednesday blue skies raining down in columbia so happy so happy um lots to talk about may not even get it all in this hour that's okay if we have to talk about on the other side we'll be just fine that's why we got two. that's why we got two hours (laughs) Before we get to anything that that we that we can really dive into, I just wanted to to say because we talked yesterday about big surprises and district tournament play and whatnot um and I know we're not on in Franklin County today, but I'm sure there are some people who love to listen to our podcast down there and our friends uh Chris Murdoch and folks down in Fayetteville have mm-hmm. been very helpful this season and I know they're listening. And the 8A semifinals last night, a couple of upsets. Really surprised to see Eagleville and Fayetteville in the championship game of this because, again, they were both on the road. That's a...
1: Congratulations
2: to Fayetteville because we knew that they had the ability
1: that team coming back from last year, and I saw them early this year over at um, Mount Pleasant, and, you know, I've not had a chance to follow them over the course of the season, but they got a lot of talent, I mean, um, particularly for the Class A level, and, you know, as as Jason Loveless was just saying in the last segment, basketball is a tournament sport, and, you this is a team that could be dangerous over a short stretch if they're pulling it together right now. Sixty-one fifty-three win over Cascade. They will play um, Eagleville in the championship game, and and you know that's just a tough district, man. When Eagleville and Fayetteville both had to go on the road and win semifinal games to get to the championship because um, Eagleville is a team that has been in the in the state tournament. Over the last few years, so has Fayetteville. Uh, Moore um,
2: County is traditionally very good. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, So, you know, Dave, Mc, uh, Dave McLaren over there at Eagleville does a great job from year to year. His son, Riley, is Mr. Basketball, I think it was last year, maybe the year before. But um, that's a tough district, and that'll be a great ball game, Fayetteville and Eagleville, I'm sure.
2: No doubt. Um, moving to 10A, Real quick, Kolioka wins the rubber match on the road over at Santa Fe. Uh, big win for the Warriors, and I almost said Blue Devils. <laughs> Warrior Devils. Big win for the Warrior Devils. Uh, <laughs> because again, this is you know, this was the rubber match. I mean, they they've already split this
1: season each on the other's home floor. Is that right? Didn't Kolioka win at Santa Fe in the regular season?
2: No. No? It was the opposite. They both the opposite. won at home.
1: They both won at home. Okay. Right.
2: So this was the anomaly. Yeah. That's why we were talking about how important it was to get that home court advantage right. in that in that coin flip.
1: Hmm.
2: And um, despite four players in double figures for Santa Fe, it was not enough to uh, outdo the four players in double figures for Cullioca as Cooper Parks goes for 19. Landon Andrews and uh, Bagsby both go for 15. Eric Mick had 12, which... In that game over at Cullioca, he was kind of the, the big scorer. So it's obvious that Kalioka's big guys, Cooper Parks, Eric Mick, they're really the ones who
1: are going to keep this team going. I've, we've talked about this before. Eric Mick offensively is kind of the X factor for it, Kalioka he, because he can be he's, a problem. He, he can be a problem because he's such a physical mismatch. He's a relatively big guy who can put it on the floor and hurt you from the perimeter. He can also get it to the rim. He can get it to the rim and drop it down to Cooper, um, who is who is really a force on the block. I and mean, they they are a tough. There are a lot of tough matchups in that lineup for opposing defenses. And and I think you may have in the last segment convinced me to go to Linville tomorrow night for this Rich, uh, Richland Oka <laughs> Championship game. It's gonna so, be a good one. Yeah,
2: so, it really is. I, I'm I'm excited to see how this uh, how this one plays out because. You know, again, Santa Fe still going to go to the region tournament. Mount, they'll take on Mount Pleasant in the consolation game. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner of that one will get the three seed and we'll have to travel to somewhere over in McEwen. Some, somewhere that won't
1: be a fun drive.
2: Right. <laughs> it yeah. will not be fun. So,
1: yeah. Interesting uh, stuff coming out of Class A. And And we still need to talk about... We get, Hampshire Cullowoka girls. Yep. So we'll get to that one. We'll
2: get to that on the other side. We'll get to the eleven AAA on the other side. Plenty to talk about. So stick around in the second hour because we're going to keep going high school sports. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee sports today. Don't go anywhere.
1: Raiders Chip Walters joining us.
2: AP Tennessee Sports Editor. Three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome
1: Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all
2: we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday.
1: Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. 101.7 WKOM.
0: Tennessee sports today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao.
2: Welcome back into to the show. Coming to you on this hump day. Last day of the week for me. Can't hold anything back now. <sighs> I'm kind of sad though. It's a lot, a lot of great basketball I'm not going to get to watch and talk about. But I guess it's probably worth it. You think Sarah would let you think Sarah would just let me, you know, dip out for a little while and go cover a game tomorrow?
1: I want you to video that conversation. (laughs) Yes, please.
2: (laughs) Put a hidden camera on me. A a, a little GoPro, (laughs) yeah. 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 (laughs) Put put like a a little spy camera on my lapel. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, imagine, you know. Right after she gets gives birth, and she she gets to the room, and she's ready to to lay down, and I'm like, "Hey, it's a seven o'clock. I need to run over to." Uh, I've,
1: I've I've
2: kind of done all I can do here. I've done everything I can. Can I go ahead and just take care of? No.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, as long as she doesn't have Not any sharp clean. objects nearby. Like like I said, video that for me. <laughs> so I just want to. That would be must see TV. <laughs> I gotta give her props though. Huge props because Yeah, yeah, you do. Last night
2: yeah. <laughs> You better. Well, last night, so we go to the hospital yesterday. Okay. And I told you we 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 fully expected like her, her best friend came over and like helped her clean up and get everything packed and ready and put everything in the truck. We go to the hospital thinking they're probably gonna keep her. And they didn't. We left there and went to eat at a uh, a place where you and I like to meet when we ride together mm-hmm. and got some food. And it was about 4, I don't know, 4.30 when we left there. And on the way, I was like, well, I mean, do you want to just drop in Brentwood and let me cover this one game, and we, then we can go home. And she's like, "We don't have our press passes because our passes were in my car." <laughs> I was like, "Well, we can at least try to go in, see what happens." So, lucky enough, Mike Epley and Justin Lamb happened to be walking in at the same time we there were. So we just, we just we just kind of
1: blended in,
2: blended in, and walked on through. <laughs> hey,
0: um, follow the bow tie
2: yeah yeah uh, the guy who's carrying equipment, and we had backpacks, so I mean literally it looked like you know you were we were we were yeah we were involved and and it's not like we you know stole admission or anything. We typically would have a press pass and get in. We just didn't have
1: them with us yesterday, but y'all both have press passes on your backpacks, so right? no,
2: no, we did they were hanging in the car, and we were in the truck, oh,
1: yeah, oh,
2: oh, <laughs> good <morning>. luck, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hero status. My man. My man. <laughs> Coming in clutch with the sausage
1: biscuits. J.D. Uh, I Coach. Have to, have to take it back. All right, take, it all, man. Take, take it all back. Take it all back. back. Take Every it. bit of it. Yes, sir. Uh, don't say you never gave
2: me anything, Appreciate Mo. Guys, keep going. <laughs> Appreciate you, Coach. <laughs> Coach James Dickinson wow. delivering you. the sausage biscuits this morning. Man. Killing it. Man. But anyway, so yeah, we decided that uh, we would stop in, and she took pictures last night. We covered the Summit Brentwood game, and wow! So, despite nearly being admitted to the hospital, she decided to say
0: so. So, your wife went from potentially having the baby last night to working, working photography <laughs> at a high school basketball game. Yes,
2: I mean, I felt like you know, kind of getting her up and getting her moving around instead yeah. of being.
0: Is that your rationale? Well, that's what
2: they—that's t- what they tell you is to do all the things. All right, Doctor. Yeah, you, you buying that, Mo? No. That's what my cousin said. Was like, if you want to go into labor, go do stuff. She was <laughs> like, I walked up the stairs fifty times. Like, so I have I, heard that. I thought. Yeah. I mean, if you're—is that how you sold it to let's, her? <laughs> exactly how I sold it, and it worked.
0: And it worked. It worked. Wow. Again, it uh, b- back to that Cheetos commercial. So, it wasn't me. That's mm. the first time that worked.
2: You're right. I told y'all, she she listens to logic, which is a
1: <laughs> not going there. <laughs> not going there. Oh goodness! Us- and I love I love mm. that. That's this is why you should. This is why I
2: love this woman. Yeah. Anyway,
1: there you go. We All got right. to
2: cover a basketball game last night. It was great. Uh, you got to cover a basketball game too.
1: I did get to cover a basketball game. Um, went out to Hampshire where I could not do my typical pregame and quarterly updates because there's no, no service. cell service, none, none, no cell service, no internet, no nothing. So if you were trying to keep up with Hampshire Cullioca via me last night, as opposed to via Getty, um, <laughs> I, I, I apologize. um, Hampshire comes through with the 53-46 victory, and it wasn't one of the usual suspects doing the damage for Hampshire. We've got a story up on the website at sm-tnsports.com. Haley Potts, who had scored two points in each of the previous matchups with Kalioka, knocks down four threes in the victory for the Lady Hawks.
2: Okay, so I just want... You guys know my love for alliteration. (laughs) So I love the headline. Potts powers Lady Hawks past Cullioka. Well done. Anyway.
1: Y'all give him a hand. JP all over it with a Sausage biscuit in one hand and the controls in the other. <laughs> Got to like learn it. to
0: multitask, man. I
1: like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah,
2: great, great job there. I mean, what what were the situations? I mean, were were they
1: big time? They were situations. Her second one. Let's see. Her first three midway through the first quarter tied the game at seven. Second one cut a four point lead to one right at the end of the first quarter. Um, her last one. Extended a two point lead to five Ooh. with about three minutes, three and a half minutes left in the game. That's and huge. Yeah, yeah, that was the big one there. That was kind of the dagger. And you know, Derek Atkinson after the game said, "Yeah, we were we were helping off of her down onto down onto the block. So, and she made us pay, and she did." Well, I mean, t-
2: traditionally, she's not been one to hurt you. Mm-hmm. That's that's good coaching. Hey. It just un- until <laughs> it, it just you know, sometimes good coaching gets beat by better players.
1: Yeah, you Ooh. like that? <laughs> that's a great. Clue. There you go. <laughs> We're gonna put that up on the wall. <laughs> That needs to go somewhere. Profound.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, you you are you you've got some clarity in this time before <laughs> Charlie's coming. There we go. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. No. His last show before Charlie comes. Hey make it a good one. He's letting it all no. hang out. <laughs> hey, Can't no, hold anything can't back. Hold anything yeah. Back. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah. Good good that's Anyway. Can you can, can, can you
2: repeat it though? Yeah, I can sometimes good coaching gets beat by better players. Okay. So
1: y'all, y'all write that down. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big win, big win for um for the Lady Hawks, who will play in the championship game tonight at Richland. Caleoca uh, will host Santa Fe in the Consolations, and both both coaches agreed that this was big for the fact that. Somebody coming out of this game was going to have to make a long trip as we just talked about um, Santa Fe boys, you know. and uh, is going to wind up having to go to either Houston County or Joe Burns. Burns. (laughs) And you you don't don't want to go to those. (laughs) Well, you can't get there from here. Trust me. I went about three years ago to watch Cullioca up at Houston County. And if the earth was flat... You would think you were driving off the edge between Clarksville and Aaron. I mean, it's, it's out there, man.
2: Mo, don't you know the world is flat? Because when people leave town, they never come back. Little how catch him for you.
0: Yeah. It's it off uh, right <laughs> at the edge of town. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it.
2: Yeah. But no, you're right. It, it's not like you can get to Hampshire from here either, though. And we're in
1: the same county. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, this this Richland-Hampshire game, Richland has been the class of the district all year, um, and I think everybody recognizes that, but Hampshire gets a home game to open the region tournament whenever that is. I, I guess it's, I don't know if it's Friday or if it's they Saturday. Have, I think they have their seating meeting, well, they can. not I guess it's tomorrow because, no, I don't know when it is. Maybe their region starts Saturday. Their because their boys' Saturday. championship and consolation games are tomorrow. The girls' consolation and championships are tonight. Boys are tomorrow. So their seating meeting is probably Friday, and the region starts Saturday would be my somewhat educated guess.
2: Do you have the girls' championships tonight? I don't. Mm-hmm. Tonight's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't in the rundown. That's my
1: fault. Yeah.
2: All right, so the consolation championship for girls tonight. So I assume they're going to play on Friday and Saturday just like the schedule is. Yeah. That would make
1: sense. Of course, you know what happens when you assume.
2: Just listen to the rundown tomorrow and and Friday. We'll figure it all out between here and there. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the game I was at last night, uh, I actually got to see one and a half games. Because I I went to Brentwood, obviously, as we were talking about, I went to Brentwood for the Brentwood Summit game. Uh, The fifth time I've seen Summit's girls play this season and the fifth time I've seen them lose. Uh, Mike Epley said that it's the Chris Yao effect and that I'm no longer allowed to watch Summit girls basketball. (laughs) So, there's that. Uh, He said, he turned around last night, he said, how many times have you seen them play? And I was like, five. He goes, have they won? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> every time because i mean he was at the spring hill game that i was at he was at the page game i was at you know obviously he's you know he's seen me uh, i'm clearly the the bad luck charm for the summit ladies or spartan women
0: is john Wild accepting your phone calls anymore
2: <sighs> you know he was already <laughs> mad at me after page he was he he was very nice last night uh but yeah so Deceptive score, 43-34. It was not a nine-point game. It was a 20-point game with about three minutes to go in the game. And Summit scored 11 straight to end it. Um, Brentwood's pretty good. Brentwood is fifth-ranked in the state. They're very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is Summit team that beat this Brentwood team already this season. But the difference was last night that – and. This is what Coach Wild told me after the game. They they, a lot of east-west driving and not enough north-south driving. It just felt like they were dribbling around the perimeter for a while. I mean, they scored five points in each of the first and second quarters. When they did get good looks at the bucket, they just they'd go in and out. It was like nothing, nothing they threw up would go in. And then Brentwood, despite really good defense from Summit and forcing tough shots. They're throwing it off the backboard and it's going in. <laughs> you know, it It just, it was insane. They held Amelia Osgood to eight points in the game. Eight points. You hold Amelia Osgood to eight points, you ought to win.
1: You feel pretty good most about of the chances time. anyway. I was intrigued by a couple of um, Coach Wild's quotes in your story from, from last night. We've got to do a better job moving forward, trying to go to an attack mentality. I think at times we do, but it's not continual. And speaking of... Um, Sophie Roston down inside. He's like, Roston is good, but our posts have have to learn to land on two feet and shot fake and use their bodies. It's just fundamental basketball. And I would imagine that Coach Wild is is a little bothered by having to address fundamental basketball this deep into the season.
2: Yes. A lot of it was, they they let the girls play last night. A lot of Contact and physicality, which is fine. It was consistent if, from
1: from beginning to end. If, if it's consistent from beginning to end, and it's it, and if it's consistent from one end to the other end, I thought the then officiating fine.
2: last night, despite having one of the same guys from that page summit game that uh, you know cost hmm. cost summit some stuff in the boys. Despite that, I thought the officiating was very very good last night. Um, it, it was just not summit's night. From the from the get go, I mean, uh, that's just that's how it goes. Looking at my my play by play here, you know it it was three to two, and then Brentwood reels off it's and gets up ten to two, three pointer um, from Bergen Ali is the only field goal in the first quarter, and then from there Summit just they couldn't find the bucket. And
1: that's that's unfortunate. I mean that's You're not gonna beat a whole lot of folks with thirty four points in thirty two minutes. No. You're just not. So and again,
2: a lot of it was just because of Brentwood forcing Summit to play half court offense. And they're just a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Just a just a tick quicker on the perimeter defensively so that was the difference in the game lots of uh, let's see let, let's talk about some other games uh, although I do want to mention um, from summit the summit game last night um, Bergen Ali had a couple of threes and really she was the they were playing a box and one on
1: her <laughs> go ahead Delaney no, did not score. Did play? Did play? Did not score. Okay. Uh, their leading scorer, right?
2: Yeah. So, uh, and that's a tough one because again they were playing a they were playing a boxing one on Ali because she's the shooter, but it there was just no there was no way for Summit to get an open look. I mean. Nicole Rosane was open more than not, and typically she'll hit two or three uh last night she did not you know make any long shots, so that's yeah a- t- tough night because again, Brentwood played very good defense, and Summit didn't hit the shots that they got and it wasn't that they weren't good shots and it wasn't that they, they just not go good. down they just went they were a ton of them threw out fast food <laughs> restaurant in and out. <laughs> Well, there you go.
1: So, tough night, you tough know, night. When when you only score 34 and when your leading scorer doesn't score, that's not a recipe for success.
2: As we were talking about Richland's boys earlier, Richland boys and girls between the two of them did not allow a single three-pointer
1: the entire night. You know, Richland's length, the, the boys' length really allows them to get out on you on the perimeter and then to recover down inside as well, mm-hmm. and um, no more of a threat than Mount Pleasant really presents inside. You can really get out and pressure on the perimeter, and that I would say contributes a lot to that zero threes for the Tigers in in a tough loss last night.
2: Yeah, no threes for Santa Fe's girls either, uh, which is unusual because they typically will hit two or three. Yeah, at least. you would
1: expect Emmy Bates to knock down a couple at least, but again, Jade um,
2: Arnold usually has an open look or two. Uh, just nothing, and again, I think that was rich. I mean, again, just a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Just they're going to play up and down with you. Uh big night for Kristen Garner, who had twenty. Jesse Jennings only had twelve. Uh, Allie Garner and Gracie Braden had 11 each.
1: I'd, I'd wonder how much Jesse Jennings played in that game.
2: She probably played, but typically when she doesn't have to score, she doesn't look to score. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she is a point guard at playing a two guard? Yes. So it does happen. Uh, and finally, Spring Hill. Uh, falls at page. Tough night for the Lady Raiders as Prairie Stedman goes for twenty, Sierra only five, and I think that was a big deal. But also, no you're Cole playing Alderson. without you're playing without Cole Alderson, so that was a tough night for Spring Hill. Although they were, I mean, they were in it. Uh, matter of fact, they were they were down twenty nine twenty two at the half, and then a just an absolute. I was watching this game on NFHS, mm-hmm. and the se- the third quarter, I'm pretty sure. I don't know this to be an absolute fact, but I'm pretty sure that Page scored on their last seven possessions, just threes. They not everything they threw up went in, mm-hmm. everything. So it was just a tough night for for the Lady Raiders, and
1: and they will be without Cole Alderson again tonight in that consolation game as Summit visits in a game that will be broadcast. Right here.
2: On 101.7. Yeah. That's right. You can hear Mike Epley and
1: the Justin Lamb.
2: And Justin Lamb in his holy jeans and jacket and hat, ball cap.
1: Most likely a Kentucky cap.
2: No, he usually wears the S. Oh, the Okay. The All S, right, S summit bad. hat.
1: So, right.
2: yeah. Anyway, you can hear that on 101.7. Uh, game starts at seven. Seven. So,
1: And um, we will be on the air at 645. And on our sister station, um, 1037, we'll have Tullahoma and Columbia Central. Uh, That game starts at 6. Barry Duke and... Whoever he's with, whether it's Brandon or Lou or... Brandon Levere, um, Lou Maddox, a cast of thousands. Somebody will be
2: on the call with Barry Duke tonight, so... All right, we're going to take a quick break. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this high school hour. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the Preds. And I'll tell you what Alex Smith said about his return to the Washington football team. It was not good.